Welcome to Learn or Be Learned. This is the podcast series where I have conversations with guests, show how you can apply books, and have mini mastermind series on mindset and growth. Without further ado, I'm your host, Shiva Danishaker, and let's jump into episode 16. All right, so we have the 80-20 principle, right? Also known as the Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule. This is basically saying where 20% of the causes or input gives you 80% of the effects or output, right? So an example would be 20% of your clothes is worn 80% of the time, right? So we all have those favorite shirts that we probably more often wear than not. This is kind of hinting towards the idea of, right, so you're using one-fifth of your time to maximize 80% of your results. And these numbers will vary a little bit, right? So it might be 90-10, but there's this common principle that you see in nature and our productivity and our lifestyle that is 80-20, roughly. So if we use one-fifth of our time to give us 80% of the results, doesn't it seem kind of inefficient to use the other four-fifths to get the other 20%? And exactly, right? So yes. So time is our most valuable commodity. So we need to know how to maximize it. And if that is the case, we should be focusing on how our one-fifth gives us 80%. We should focus on this one-fifth and double that. And it might not come out to exactly, you know, 160% of the outcome. But, you know, there might be a depletion curve. But that gives you significantly more than if you focused your four-fifths on the other 20%. You know, another example would be like, if you studied 20% of the main material for the exam, you could get it in 80%. But most people shoot for, you know, a 95, 100 on the exam, which is spending the other four-fifths of their time memorizing that small little snippets, the minute details, all that. All right, so how can I do this, right? So we need to focus on our highest ROI, our return on investment, right? So what gives you the most impact? What gives you the most money? What gets the most done? So this is where you need to find where the 80% comes from, right? And once you identify that, you can automate, outsource, reduce, eliminate, or delegate the shit that's not getting anything done. So, right, so let me give you an example. Emails, generally people think they're being pretty productive, but if you read The Seven Highly Habits of Effective People, um, in that book you can see that emails are more sort of like, um, they're a quadrant two task, and I don't want to quite get into that book right now, because that can be a different video. But that is basically talking about how it's important and urgent, and since it's urgent, it's not letting you do the stuff that's not urgent but important, which in the long run is more beneficial to your life, right? Exercise, uh, nutrition, right? So this urgent stuff gets put first. So you're always checking your emails every hour of the day. That stuff is, you think, productive, but it's actually counterintuitive and it's not very productive. So you should check your email maybe once a day. Or if you can automate it, like I use Spark, and Spark is an email service where I can basically, it has a smart category where it's smart, like, organizes my inbox and shows me where where all the newsletters are, which ones are more important, which ones are more promotional, and then I can just quickly scan it and then click this red button at the top and it reads all of them and gets rid of it. So within literally a minute, I can be done with 40, 50 emails. So I check that once a day and that gives me, in one minute, I'm done with my emails. Maybe there is an important email that might take me a, a couple more minutes, but you get the idea. You can automate things. You can delegate 
at the point in my life, I, I don't have the, I don't have the funds and I don't have the manpower for anyone to delegate to. So this is all going to be done by me. So you need to like see where you can automate as much as you can. Right. Anyways, that is step one. Okay. Next is step two. So step one was focusing on the highest ROI return on investment, which is at 20%. Next, you identify the 80%, which is the thing where you spend four fifths of your time and you don't get a lot out of it. Right. Now, let me give you an example. This might clear up a little bit, right? So this whole YouTube thing and podcasting and all that, I used to spend like five hours plus on editing my podcast episodes. It'd be a guest episode. It'd be 45 minutes. It would take me five plus hours, but I would do a lot of my new detailed editing. And as far as I'm concerned, most people couldn't even tell the difference when I asked them one versus the other, right? So I learned how to maximize what is the most important things to edit for, and then reduced my editing time to about an hour. One, because I'm not really a fan of editing. Two, like I said, I don't have the funds to outsource my editing and I still have to do it myself. So what is the smallest amount of work I can do for that? Because if I can get the editing done sooner, I can get more videos out. I can get more content out. I can get more podcasts out. So if I'm only spending 30 minutes scripting, 30 minutes recording and five hours editing, you know, that just takes so, so damn long. So what you can do is minimize that because I realized that was my inefficient, you know, 80%. And if I can cut that to an hour, which I did, or two hours for the guest ones, which I did, then that gives me more time to promote, gives me more time to write LinkedIn posts, gives me more time to start things like YouTube, things like that, right? So that's where you can maximize and branch out. All right, so I guess one little caveat we should discuss, right? Here's the the disclaimer, the be careful section. I'll give it via example. You got 10 products, but two of your products gives you 80% of your sales. So if you cut eight of those products out, you'd be left with two products. Let's say one of your manufacturers are like, oh no, we can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Something happens, you get discontinued. Now you only have one product. You just lost 50% of your sales, right? So the idea here is not is is to be smart, be efficient, be strategic, and be patient. You know, be slow. Like this is gradual. So an example of what you could do for that, right, is instead of removing all eight products, you could focus more time on those two products, right? Marketing, uh, innovations, how you can make it better. But I wouldn't eliminate the other eight. I would slowly replace them one at a time. I'd find a better product, but I wouldn't replace them or get rid of them, right? So that's that's the idea of it. And lastly, I want to mention that this can be applied to all categories of your life, right? Relationship, fitness, work, whatever whatever you're up to, right? So relationships, if, if you only have weekends to spend time with your kids, 80% of the kids' memories is going to come from 20% of the events you do with them. And knowing that, you can maximize that, right? So you can do the stuff, the 20% that actually meant a lot to the kid, you can do more of those, Right. So you could either sit there and watch TV with them or you could take them for ice cream, take them fishing, skiing, hiking, whatever. Take them to Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. I mean, obviously, at this moment, whenever you're watching this at this moment, we're in the pandemic. But you understand what I'm saying. And same thing with relationships. Same things with fitness. 
right? If you truly cared about fitness and you want to maximize it, save time or whatever, I like to exercise every day. I like to spend, I mean, you should probably spend about 30 minutes every day. I think that's practical. But if you're trying to maximize fitness, in this case, you technically could do the 80-20%, right? You could do less days working out three days a week but full body and go all ham and then eat nutritiously. That could also work. But it's also a personal preference and how your body responds to it. And my example would be, you know, spending less time on editing. So I could do, so I'll do recording, I'll do scripting, recording, then I would post that on YouTube and turn that YouTube videos, some of them at least, into podcast episodes. And I take the podcast episodes and I would turn those into small little snippet TikToks or Instagram reels or put it on my LinkedIn page. So you can start maximizing how you branch out. And I guess that's it. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please follow for more. Subscribe. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate it so much. Thanks, guys, and I'll see you next time. Peace.